0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. R is a fine old American institution. Usually, it's a noisy, dirty, drafty, and erratic institution. But when you're on a shopping trip and get tired of walking, it can feel like a rubber-mounted, velvet-lined dreamboat, like it does to Fibber McGee and Molly.
1: I love the smell of streetcars, Molly. It smells just like somebody French fried a basket of cotter pins.
2: Well, it's better than walking, dearie, a yeah. little.
1: One of these days I'll have a car and a chauffeur. My income will only catch up with my taste.
3: <laughs> you
1: know, I'd have been a millionaire by this time except for one thing. What's that? Money.
3: Oh.
2: <laughs> well, if you could only. Next stop, know... call for Ezmer. Call for Ezmer, Nick. Car. Uh, you know, that conductor always talks like he'd left his dentures overnight on the hot radiator. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> car, next
3: stop,
2: fires in a ripples, fires
3: in a wolf's neck.
1: A car. <laughs> oh, come on, kiddo, this is us, 14th Street. Watch the step, please. State Post Mail and Parcel Company. Watch the step. Oh,
3: Board, next stop, one corner. One corner, next, pay for next. I
1: bet that guy had a telephone operator for a mother.
2: And a the back auctioneer for her father. <laughs> yes. Which way is Kramer's? Yeah, oh yes, here, uh, yes
1: pardon me. Did you drop a wallet, Pigskin? Who are you?
3: <laughs>
1: Who are you calling Pigskin, Buster?
2: McGee. He merely wanted to know if you dropped a Pigskin wallet. Oh. No, sir, he didn't. My husband's wallet is ostrich leather.
3: Yeah.
2: It was a gift from my aunt Sarah on our twentieth anniversary. Yeah. Had a little card on it that said, "Here's a gift from Old Dan Cupid." From Auntie Sarah to Little uh, Fibber.
1: <laughs> you see, brother, uh, Yes, yes. The, the reason I asked, folks, was that just as you passed, I picked this beautiful wallet up off the sidewalk. Oh, oh wait. Maybe the owner's name is inside us. No, nothing but... Wow! Two
2: thousand dollars! Two thousand dollars, and we passed it up like it was full of seaweed. What? what is Heavenly days. Oh... Here's the card, sir. Must have dropped out when you were looking through the wallet.
1: Oh, thank you, madam. Let me read it. The liberal reward if returned to Major Cunningham Martin, Mobile, Alabama. Mobile? Uh (laughs) To think I was about to turn this over to the police. (laughs)
2: Imagine that. I'm trying to, but I can't. (laughs) Well,
1: have a nice trip to Mobile, bud. Hope the Major don't uh, grab it out of your hand and stick the dog on you. <laughs> my experience has always been that most people's idea of a liberal reward is not to hit you on the nose. <laughs> Maybe that's a little real. I beg your
3: pardon, uh, sir. <laughs> you
1: pardon, ma'am and gentlemen, but do I see you all a holding my wallet? <laughs> we did find a wallet, sir. Can you identify yourself?
2: Yes. Uh, have you a photograph of yourself with you? <laughs>
1: Wouldn't prove anything, Molly. Might have had a haircut since the picture was took. (laughs) Ample identification, sir. Membership card to Mobile Comfort Club. Driver's license. Bank book. Wow, look at the deposit. Five grand at a time. What business are you in, Major? Largest mint growing in the Seattle, sir. Yeah? the chivalry of the entire Southland depend on Martin's mint for juleps. Flavor unsurpassed. Panninous legend. Quality... Ah, but uh, pardon me for being so loquacious, sir. My heartfelt thanks for finding my wallet, sir. And please accept this small gratuity for your honesty. Wow. You are in
3: Mobile. Uh, Well, (laughs) thank you and good day. But, but,
1: but Major, I can't take all this money. I was only...
2: What do you know about that? He gave me $500. He can afford it. You heard him say he has his own mint.
1: (laughs) That wasn't spending mint, Molly. That was drinking mint. (laughs) Well, this is your lucky day, Buster. Congratulations. Well, come on, Molly. Uh, Just a minute, sir. I think you people are entitled to share in this reward. After all, if this lady hadn't noticed that card that fell out of the wallet...
2: That was no help. The major identified the wallet anyway.
1: Well, I'll bet your husband would have split the reward with me if he'd found the wallet. I sure would, Bud. I sure would. I... (laughs) Sir... (laughs) it split 50-50. Right down the line, even Stephen, half and half. Why, my God. Ho,
2: ho, ho, Don't lean on it, dearie. It's pretty frail.
0: <laughs> sir, I really think you would have divided with me had the case been reversed.
1: You have an honest faith. <laughs> Dogs like me.
3: <laughs> I'll
1: bet they do, sir. Now then... Uh, Would you have given me $250?
2: An interesting question.
1: You, You bet I would, bud. Have you got $250?
2: Well, all right. What difference does that make?
1: Just as evidence of good faith, madam. Look, let's simplify this. Have you got $100? Why, sure I have. All right, then get it. Huh? I'll meet you here in exactly one hour. If you have $100 with you for good faith, I'll give you half of this $500. Right here, in one hour. I'll be here, boy. I'll be here. Hot dog, you hear that, Molly? He's giving me 250 bucks just for having an honest
2: face. Well, maybe this is one of my catty days, but I smell a mouse.
1: Oh, for the love of my... here,
2: this whole thing looks like a swindle. Huh? I've read about cases like this. Now,
1: don't you worry. This is strictly on the up and up, kiddo. I know human nature, and that guy's got about a human a nature as I ever seen.
3: <laughs> Come
1: on, I gotta get to the bank and draw out that hundred Wait bucks. Wait
2: a minute, though. McGee. Here comes Mayor Latrivia crossing the street. No,
1: no, not a word of this deal to him, kiddo. He'd think up a city ordinance where I'd have to split with the fire department or some the... Whoa!
2: Good day, Mr. Mayor. Oh, hello,
1: Molly. Standing around on street corners again, McGee? Yes, I'm standing again around McGee on street corners again, McGee. Want to
2: make something of it? Now, McGee. What brings you down here, Mr. Mayor? Business?
0: Yes, yes, I've been helping the police trace down a couple of criminals. But I've just run into an intolerable situation. Oh. I'll call the entire police department on the carpet. Yeah. By Jove, I'll hound the commissioner of
1: streets out of office. Yeah? That such a thing should exist in Wistful Vista. My gosh, it must be something pretty terrible. What is it? I'll tell you what it is. Yeah? Do you realize there is a seven-foot stretch of bare curbstone in the middle of the 1400 block on Oak Street? But what has... Do you realize this stretch of curbing is not painted white? It is not painted red. It is not painted green, orange, or yellow. It does not say no standing, no parking, or loading zone. Yeah, but what that... Do you realize that somebody is liable to park
2: there? <laughs> well, this is serious. But what criminals uh, were you looking for, Mr. Mayor? Oh! Oh! Uh.
0: <laughs> Just a couple of small-time confidence men greasy gilbert and his partner julip jackson we'll get him
1: sooner or later mcgee that sounds like the very yeah thing. yeah yeah well uh, yeah you betcha well uh Mr. uh you'll get him yeah you'll get well we'll be seeing you boy you gotta get down at the bank well come on molly um yeah good day molly
2: bye mr mayor Here, <laughs> why didn't you tell him huh That sounds like Greasy Gilbert and Jula Potts' name we were talking to.
1: Yeah, maybe it was, kiddo, maybe it was. But they're crooks. They might have been once, baby, but they're going straight now. Didn't you hear him ask me for a hundred bucks as evidence of good faith? What does a crook care about good faith? And if he was a crook, why would he want to give
2: me two hundred and fifty bucks? Well, as the old saying goes that I just made up, the government can't print it as fast as people can do silly things with it. (laughs)
1: Let's not keep the man waiting, Molly. Let's get into the bank and draw out that hundred. You think we ought to call a
2: cab? I think we ought to call a cop. Uh, this thing doesn't make sense, McGee. Why should the man give you $250? Why, why, why?
1: <laughs> well, frankly, I don't know. But is that any reason why I should gander a gift mare in the molars? Not me. What I always say is there's Oli from the Ox Club
2: Hello, (laughs) Oli Well, hello,
1: missus Hi, (laughs) Oli What you looking so happy about, McGee? You invent new way to tilt pinball machine a dance club? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was just thinking of what I'm going to do with the dough I'm going to make today, Oli I got a big deal cooking
2: Yes, this deal needs a lot of cooking (laughs) So far, it's as raw as anything I... And speaking of cooking, Oli I haven't seen your wife lately How is she?
1: Oh, she's fine, missus we had anniversary yesterday. We celebrate. Wow! Oh, yeah. congratulations. <laughs> how long have you been married, Oli? Forty five years, last Christmas.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know that was the only Christmas I ever got stockings full of something I really wanted, my missus.
2: <laughs> uh, but if you were married on Christmas, Oli, uh, how was yesterday your anniversary?
1: Well, yesterday was anniversary of forty two years ago we landed in New York, missus. Oh. We had a frightful trip on the boat. Frightful trip, huh? No freightful. Oh. We come on a boat full of freight. <laughs> then we get off the boat in New York, I used flop down, put my face against the ground and lay there happy. So glad to see you, America, were you? No, I was just too sick to stood up. Eh? <laughs> Stand here gabbing with you all day, Ollie, but I don't enjoy it.
2: <laughs> Besides, I got business. Yes, a man is waiting to give it to him, Ollie, the business.
1: Well, I hope it turns out good, McGee. Yeah. When I first land here, I get a chance to buy Statue of Liberty for $28. <laughs> Bet I turn it down.
2: Naturally.
1: And last week, my cousin lands here from Stockholm. You know what they're asking for that statue now? $500. <laughs> you made made of fortune. So long, Mr. <laughs> well, come on, Molly. Let's quit wasting time. I got to get that hundred bucks out of the bank and show that guy how good my faith is. Hey, hey, where are you going? Into the grocery store here. Oh. I want
2: to leave an order while we have money enough left to pay for it. Okay.
1: Well, don't you worry about money, Susie. With the 250 bucks that's going to... That guy's going to give me, we'll be eating steak next week. That much dough ought to buy a couple of nice T-bones. <laughs> Small ones, maybe, of course, but
2: nice ones. Oh, for goodness sakes, look who's here, McGee. Huh? Behind those canned goods. Well, if it ain't Harlow Milcox. <laughs> the double rich kid.
1: Hello, Molly. Hi, are you, pal? Hello,
2: Mr. Wilcox. What
1: you doing with the armload of cans, Junior? Said foolish little Fibber, knowing very well what he's getting into, but thinking the sooner he gets it over with, the better. <laughs>
0: Anything? <laughs> yeah, I'm building uh, building a few displays here, pal. Uh-oh. I think I've got a local record in can stacking with this twelve foot pyramid of California cling peaches. Oops. You like it, Molly? Well, I. Uh... Cling
2: peaches? Aren't you a little mixed up, Mr. Wilcox? I mean Oh, yeah, my gosh, you?
0: what's the idea of stacking peaches? Oh, oh, don't worry, kids, it's okay. It's all part of a new pet milk recipe.
2: Oh, well, then. You see,
0: Mary Lee Taylor, pet milk's cooking expert, has a brand new recipe for a terrific dessert this week. Yeah? You use pet evaporated milk and cling peaches to make it. It's called Thrifty Peach Bavarian because it's so inexpensive to make. Called
2: what, Mr. Wilcox?
0: Thrifty Peach Bavarian, Molly. It's a wonderful dessert.
2: <laughs> Say, you know, we had a Bavarian landlady in Chicago one time. Ah, <laughs> uh, she was a peach, but was she ever thrifty? <laughs> she used to pin the stamps on her letters because she hated to spend the glue. Oh, I remember her. Here she yours. had a skin
1: like a peach, too. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Fuzz all over and a heart like a pit. <laughs> Maybe this thrifty Bavarian peach is named after no, it. No, no, no.
0: Because... no, no, pal, no. This is called thrifty peach Bavarian. Oh. Because it's so simple and inexpensive to make. Oh, That's one of the things, you know, that smart housewives like about pet milk. Pet milk not only makes family dishes extra rich and extra delicious.
2: Remember how she used to hang her husband's pipe cleaners up to dry <laughs> so he could use them again, McGee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: She saved all his matches, too. <laughs> Had him reheaded.
0: Now, yeah, but look, uh, pet milk costs less generally than any other form of milk, you know. Yeah. That's why pet milk is such a standby with good cooks everywhere. Pet milk, the first evaporated milk, the first hey, choice. Hey for the, uh, Hey, look, milky. <laughs> yes, pal.
1: I got a business deal on Junior. What would you say to a guy that wanted to give you 250 bucks just because you were there when he found a walk?
0: Well, it's funny you should ask me that, pal, because a similar thing happened to me last year. Yeah? I saw a fellow pick up a wallet with $500 in it. Mm-hmm. He wanted to give me 50 of it. Really? I refused the 50, of course. He was so insistent, I finally called the cops. Yeah? Whose wallet was it, Junior? Mine. Come Who... on, kids. Got a crack these
2: You know, we didn't buy anything in there, McGee.
1: We didn't go in there to buy anything. We went in there to sell something. Come on, I only got about a half an hour to get that dough, meet that guy, and make myself... Come on in the bank, quick. Here we
2: go. Well, I've been through enough of these schemes with you by now to know I'm just wasting my breath trying to be sensible, dearie. Yeah,
1: when it comes to somebody giving me money, I got no use for common sense, kiddo. Where do I go? To here get we
2: a... are. Here, here's the teller's window over here.
1: Okay, I got the check all made out. All Good empty. afternoon, sir. May I help you?
2: Yeah. I want
1: to cash a check, bud. hundred dollars. No, everybody wants to take money out. Why doesn't somebody put some in? We'll run out of money if this... No, piece... wait a minute. Look, I... <laughs> well... Don't give me any trouble, will you? I've been harassed all day. Oh, well, I'm happy to know you, Mr. Harris. <laughs> And this, I presume, is Mrs. Harris? No,
2: no, our name is well, McGee. Well, I've
1: been wearing your suits for years, sir. <laughs> Harris' weeds are famous the world over. No, no and I... No, I... I wait I, a minute. Hold everything, bud. You're mixed up. My name ain't Harris. It's McGee.
2: Yes. When he says he's Harris, he, he simply meant he has a lot of things to do. Yeah. Seems he's always dashing.
1: Yeah, well, he doesn't seem very
2: dashing to me, madam. <laughs> He seems a rather dull, ordinary. Please now, please, sir. Can't we talk a little sense? Yeah. You can understand this, sir, if you try hard. Now, all we want to do is cash a check. Simple.
1: The lady speaking to you, simple. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear from uh, Dad. Granted, I'm not
2: simple. I'm McGee.
1: That's complicated.
2: Sometimes it is. Look,
1: maybe we'd better get another teller, bud. You're a little thick, aren't you? No, I feel swell, but you're so sweet to say so, sir.
2: (laughs) Now, look, sir, all we came to do is to transact little
1: banking business. Oh, well, you certainly came to the right place, madam. I'm beginning to wonder. Well, why didn't you say so in the first place? Now, how much money do you wish to put in?
2: (laughs) We don't wish to put Annie in. We're trying to take out.
1: Who? Me. Well, I don't know why she should want to take you out when
2: there's...
3: (laughs)
1: Gosh, when there's a cute kid like me available. I'm off work at 4 o'clock, honey. Oh, for
2: goodness (laughs) sakes. Now, you stop it. I don't want to take you out.
1: Oh, my mistake. She's married to me. Well, that's her mistake. (laughs) I came here to cash a check. Well, that's your mistake. I'm out to lunch. Good day. (laughs) Good
3: day.
0: King's Man Man, the bushel and land effect. You can't
1: walk any faster, Molly. i got to meet that guy in seven minutes. I
2: never walk any faster than this when I have to watch somebody throw away $100. Who's
1: throwing it away? i just got to show it to the guy. It's evidence of good faith in me, don't Look, I? Look,
2: dearie, it makes no sense whatever. Huh? It's a swindle. The man will take your money and another $250, wrap it in a handkerchief, tell you to open it when you get home, and when you do, what have you got? $350? No. Old newspaper clippings. My goodness, even a child of six would have more sense than to do a oh, thing I like that. Oh, well,
1: hello there, Molly. How are you today, buckle wart?
2: Hello, Dr. Gannon.
1: Hi, S.R.O. S.R.O.? I don't get it. Me either. Standing room only. That's all he's got in the back of them pants. What would you do if your shoe ever come untied, Patsoe? Take it off and go barefoot, egg Face. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And what are you fidgeting about?
2: He's going to meet a man in a few minutes, Doctor. A confidence man. McGee just fell for the old wallet swindle.
1: What do you mean, swindle? Anytime I can be swindled into accepting 250 bucks, you're looking at the happiest kid in town, that's what. This has a familiar ring. Somebody finds a wallet, offers to split the reward with you, but first wants to see some of your own money as evidence of good faith?
2: That's the very thing, Doctor. That's it.
1: And you fell for that ancient gag, gumhead. Were you ever in San Francisco? Sure. Anybody try to sell you the Golden Gate Bridge? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Buy it?
2: No. Why?
1: My money was all tied up at the time. (laughs) I just bought the cable car system. (laughs)
2: Still got it? No, he traded that to another man for a small island out in San Francisco Bay. (laughs) Island with a funny name, uh, Albatross, I think.
1: Alcatraz. Going to build a summer cottage on that little island one of these days. (laughs) Guy that traded it to me says, once you live on that little island, you'll almost never leave it. (laughs) That's very true, very true. Well, I got to be getting along, children. Just got a rush call. They need me at the hospital. Gonna remove a man's clavichord.
2: Heavenly day.
1: Don't you mean clavicle medicine, ball? No, clavichord. It's a musical instrument. A patient of mine had it in his room. We have to remove it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the patient, uh, did he... Uh... No,
1: no. We gave him the wrong medicine one day, and he got well. <laughs> Hi, Molly. So long, simple. Well, Bye, Daddy. Now, oh, come on, Molly.
2: Time's
1: awake. I gotta meet the man.
2: Well, here he comes now,
3: dearie.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, hiya, bud. Well, here's my hundred bucks. A good faith, huh? Yes, sir. You certainly have shown good faith, sir. You now, here's the $250. If you'll let me take your $100, i will wrap them both together in this piece of paper. So, whoa, whoa, whoa catch it! Uh, I got it, bud. I... <laughs> there. Nice catch, huh? <laughs> Very agile, sir. Mm. Now, there we are. Now, don't open it till you get home, sir.
2: Now, just a minute, mister. The mayor of this city was telling you. Us... A fine man, our mayor. Yes, indeed. Well, I have to catch a train, madam. Good day, sir. And have fun with
3: that money.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh, look at him run. <laughs> you was so embarrassed to give me all this money, he ain't even running toward the railroad station. <laughs> the station is that way. <laughs> giving you all what money? In this package, here. Open it. He told me not to open it till I got home. Why? I don't know. Afraid I'd lose it, I guess. But... <laughs> well, I didn't promise, so I will open it. <sighs> see, here's my own hundred. And here's... Well, let me see. One hundred. hundred and fifty. Two hundred. Two fifty. Yep, that's correct. Three hundred and fifty altogether.
2: What? Yeah. You mean... <laughs> well, how did... McGee, I apologize. You did know what you were doing.
1: (laughs) I'll say I knew what I was doing, kiddo. Thought he could switch packages on me, did he? (laughs)
2: Yes.
3: (laughs)
1: I didn't study sleight of hand for two years for nothing. (laughs) Why, when me and Fred Nidney wasn't in vaudeville together, I could take six silk handkerchiefs, tie them together, and pull them through my hand, and out comes the American flag.
0: Molly, return in just a moment. Meanwhile, here's New.
2: (laughs) McGee, did you say you'd seen those two men somewhere before?
0: Yeah, yesterday morning,
1: downtown. They were photographing birds, I think.
2: Photographing birds? What made you think so?
1: Just as I went past, I heard one of them say, "There's a fat little pigeon we can take."
2: Uh (laughs) Oh. Hey. I just said, "Oh."
3: Oh. Good night.
2: Good night, all.